Hey friend, it's David Nabinski here in Brooklyn, here at Portfolio Career Podcast. We help you take ownership of your portfolio career and design the life that you want to live. As always, you can subscribe to my newsletter called One Email Away, which has the best insights from the podcast and front-sourced job opportunities at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. So today's episode is a bonus episode. It's a little bit different. So I wanted to create this episode as a follow-on a follow-up to to episode 106 that was published on May 7th, 2020, titled 15 Ideas Why Podcasts Could Accelerate Your Career. So um, if this is your first episode, welcome. Um, if you've been here for a little while, amazing. If you've been here from the beginning, uh, you are a rock star, uh, and I'm so grateful for you. Podcasting has changed my life, um, and I wanted to continue to share the reasons uh, behind it uh, that may you may or may not have a podcast, um, but some of the skills that are related to it and or just how uh, this journey has been helpful to me uh, hopefully sparks an idea for you um, and more. Um, so that's the goal of this episode. And instead of 15 ideas, I'm going to be sharing 30. Yes, 30 ideas. So, you know, a little bit of a backstory. I started the podcast in the summer of 2018 in a cohort-based course uh, co-created by Seth Godin and Alexander De Palma. Um, That was the first time I've ever taken an online workshop like that. Um, And I was interested in starting a podcast and mostly because of, you know, one email that I got from, from Seth Godin about the program. I didn't have a burning desire. I hadn't put on the idea of creating a podcast for years, like some people have had before. Um, I saw a new worldview, um, and I was interested in exploring it. Um, and I'm really grateful for starting the podcast then and kind of the journey that it's taken me on since then. Um, so that's a little bit of backstory. People do ask me why I started the podcast. So um, I do like to remind people about that. Um, again, if this is your first episode uh, listening, I thought it might be helpful to you. But, um, you know, I previously lived in San Francisco. And when I lived there is always what startup do you work at? And then when I moved to New York, um, I started becoming friends and collaborators. And um, I started working on a, a portfolio career uh, of different things. And um, my friends uh, had the same and I was really interested in that. Um, so that's why I started the show. Um, as a way to kind of explore this topic, explore these ideas, learn for myself, and also talk to others about it. And here we are. So I just kind of kept going. So I want to dive into these 30 ideas for you. Maybe some of them, maybe one, uh, maybe more might resonate with you. Um, but I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, about this because you know, when I started, I didn't realize, I didn't know all of these. So I really want to share my learnings for you. Um, because when I started, there wasn't really, um, much about it. People that I did know that had podcasts really kind of talked to me about like when I was going to monetize or how I was going to monetize. And I mean, I hadn't even started and just the idea behind that was, I I just couldn't comprehend that. So this is just another reason why I kind of wanted to share different things that have come because I didn't have the exposure or, um, that I do now. So I uh, wanted to share that for you. Uh, if you're the beginning of your podcasting journey, your creative project journey, or just a new a new job, I think there's lessons 
here that are hopefully helpful to you. So what I'm going to do is repeat the first 15 um, because there's probably newer perspectives that I have on those same 15 now and then also the, the new 15. So number one, you could work or partner with a person that you talk to on your show. Uh, that's been really um, prevalent for me. Um, the last, my last four jobs and projects have come from the podcast. Um, not always directly and not always like immediately, but kind of over time and staying in touch with people, things have kind of opened up. But literally the last four projects have come from the podcast or jobs, including my current one. Um, and so, so when you're thinking about kind of the monetizing um, or is it going to make you money or the ROI of things like that has worked out for me. And so it's not always clear, uh, on that. Um, but just, you know, when you keep talking to people that you're inspired by that are doing amazing work, good things can happen over time. Um, number two, you're kind of one email away from something cool, uh, a new relationship, a new project, a new, um, conversation. It was so by sending out podcast invitation, emails to people, it kind of increases your chances. Maybe that person isn't interested in being a guest on your show, um, but maybe something else happens. Maybe anything else, it sparks something differently. Maybe they then invite you to something. Maybe then um, they introduce you to somebody else. It's like when you're putting your, when you're stepping out and taking a chance like this, you're opening yourself up for more possibilities. And I believe that people are one email away from something really cool, um, transformational. And so this is just, uh, by sending out podcast invitations, uh, you're increasing the chances of doing so. Number three, um, build real relationships. When you talk with people that are about things that they're passionate in and that you're passionate and interested in those things too, like the, the connection that you have uh, is very strong or like the signal to your conversation, the signal to your rapport is very high compared to <laughs> if you meet somebody unexpectedly and, um, you know, you just don't really know what they're interested in. They don't really know what you're interested in, but just like the 30 minutes on a podcast conversation in a podcast conversation is just like really high signal, um, and really high quality, uh, kind of creating, you know, building up a great foundation for a real relationship. Um, and you're, you know, both mutually interested in something. So there's, um, you know, a lot of, um, uh, inherent rapport there. Uh, so that's really cool. Number four, uh, a body of work, um, something in your own name, something that you can share with others. Uh, before I started the podcast, I didn't have, uh, my own stuff. Uh, I barely had posted on LinkedIn, um, wasn't active on Twitter at all. Um, and if we're not connected on those two places, please reach out. Love to hear and connect with you. So, you know, in my case, you know, this is episode 185 and I have now have 185 links to share with people and or 185 links that other people can share, you know, about their work uh, and our podcast episode together. Um, and this is something that I've created. Um, and, you know, didn't really need that much permission uh, besides the person that I was interviewing or talking with. And that's really cool. And it doesn't really cost that much money at all, but it's, you know, real things that have been created um, that you can share with others. 
Number five, um, learn additional digital skills. So in podcasting, there's a lot of different technical things. So there's editing the show, there's you know recording um, on Zoom is mostly what I use. There's a couple other platforms that you can use, but then like all these other things like video editing, um, creating audiograms through like headliner or infographics or digital graphics through Canva. Like I just kind of picked up these things along the way. Um, and I didn't learn them all immediately, but over time, um, I started to get them. And so I think that's really cool is how you're focused on one thing, but then with this information, then you think about what else could I do with it? How else could I share this information? How else could I make it easier for people to digest, um, the conversation? Um, number six, a learning feedback loop from idea, interview, editing, publishing, and vice versa. So I really love this feedback loop concept. Kind of reminds me a little bit like sports where you kind of have a a game on Sunday if it's football um, and you're preparing for that game. The game happens, you know, and you're hoping to, you know, win that game or do really well in that game. And then when the game's over, you watch tape and you say, okay, what happened? What did we do here? What was wrong? What could we have done to improve? Uh, And for the next one. Uh, In my case with the show, um, it's a really tight feedback loop for me. Often I talk to somebody on Friday, publish the episode on Thursday, and then repeat that over and over and again. So it's really a tight loop. And and I think that that's really cool because it's constantly kind of creating like creative tension. And it's also uh, allowing me to quickly learn and process and then like share information. So it's not like I'm sitting on tape for months and then I shared, you know, months later and it's like, wait, what happened a couple of months ago? It's like, it's all really like quick and fresh and dynamic. And that also that feedback loop, I think has also been really helpful to my like mental health, uh, because I'm just like constantly moving. And if there's other things that I get like stuck on, or if I'm having a bad week or a bad day, like this process of just like creating and sharing and processing and over and over again, um, the bad days or the bad moments kind of get lost a little bit because I'm moving forward uh, quickly and in like an iterative fashion. Uh, number seven, uh, creative control of an entire project. Um, this is really cool because in most jobs that you have um, or that I've had, you have to like go to meetings, you have to talk to people, you have to get feedback, you have to, um, you know, get money in some cases. With this, it's like very, um, there's very few stakeholders and, you know, I'm able to ask the questions that I want to ask and then, you know, reach out to the people that I want to talk to, ask the questions, have the conversation edit it the way that I want to edit it. So, you know, I don't outsource any of the editing. I do it all myself. Um, and then I publish it and then all the marketing, all the social media and stuff, that's all me too. So that entire scope, that entire process, um, is me. And I think that that's really cool to realize, like you do this all and it can be very empowering to know that like you do this all and you're not kind of waiting or need a bunch of other people to help you out. Number eight, Um, a generous mindset with a bias for action. So as I mentioned in the feedback loop, it's like I'm constantly moving forward. Like I'm constantly taking action with being generous in the sense of like connecting with other people, sharing their ideas. Um, And I think that that's really cool, right? You're not just like taking a bunch of action on like 
trying to sell people stuff. You're having conversations. You're, you know, uh, creating something that's bigger than the two of you and you're sharing it for other people. Um, so I think that that's really cool when you're taking action, it's hard to get stuck and you're creating something that's like, again, in service of other people that is hopefully helpful to people like you that are listening. So that's really cool. Number nine, um, your confidence grows with each episode. This is totally true. Like (laughs) you can go back to the first episode, uh, first couple episodes and like the questions that I was asking, how I was asking them, you know, the tone of my voice, much different than where it is now. Um, and your confidence grows and also the people that you can reach out to. And so with any of your, you know, personal projects and or ways that you're leveling up in your current work with either finding clients, et cetera, like each rep, um, helps you, um, build upon confidence for the next, not to say that like imposter syndrome is going to go away. Uh, but like you just start to have more data points, more information to say, huh, this could work out, huh, this could, maybe I could try to uh, talk to this person that's really famous to me. So that's really cool. Uh, number 10, finding your voice uh, on the mic and in general. <laughs> well, there's one part is like I have upgraded <laughs> my mics. Uh, so uh, my voice hopefully sounds a little bit better, but also just like being, again, having more confidence and being more comfortable talking on the mic, having more comfort, confidence and comfort and asking harder questions that's, that's come and has resulted in me like feeling more like I'm myself, um, and sharing and talking to you just like this. Number 11, a forcing function to learn, grow, connect, and, and create with others. Yeah. I mean, like it literally will be like Saturday or Sunday and I'm like, okay, <laughs> in a week or a couple days or two weeks, like I've got to figure out, you know, what's next, what's coming up. So then I send out invitations and I just have to keep going. (laughs) Like I, it's, it's a forcing function. I've committed to this show, um, and committed to you. And so I want to keep going. I don't want to quit. I don't want to be, I know people that start projects and stop them, Um, and for me right now, you know, having this force and forcing function has been very beneficial to me in many ways. Um, so I want to keep going, uh, number 12, a centering mechanism. So through highs and lows, a podcast can be centering and stabilizing to me. I kind of mentioned that a little bit before, but, um, it is a centering mechanism in a lot of different ways mentally, but also when I've had, um, kind of transitions, uh, I've always kind of thought a little bit like, okay, well, I still have this podcast, this podcast, um, you know, what else could I do from this? Like, is there something that I've learned from the show? Is there somebody that I really connected with that uh, could help me out here? What what could I do from, from this as opposed to like having a job and, you know, getting laid off and being like, okay, I've got nothing. I have this like foundation. I have this centering mechanism to say, let me go back to this and then kind of take steps from there. Number 13, uh, constraints create creativity. Um, some of the fun episodes like this one kind of can happen from me not being as proactive, uh, and reaching out to people and being lucky to talk to the people that I get to talk to, um, or scheduling reasons, Um, and so it results in like cool episodes like this where I'm like, all right, what else can I do? What else could I share for people? What else could I tell more about my story? 
Um, and so the constraint of knowing that I'm going to put out another episode on Thursday resulted in this and it resulted in that prior episode of the 15 lessons before. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, that's also the other constraints that I've had or other creative episodes have been some of the remix episodes, which those are like the best of clips, uh, from prior episodes that I've like curated into, you know, a theme based episode, um, and or some of like the book episodes when I've read a book, um, and shared the insights for you. Um, those are usually because of, um, there's something else that's been going on behind the scenes. Um, and, and sometimes I'm just, you know, really interested in, um, in wanting to kind of flex that type of creative muscle. Um, but sometimes it is like a constraint that caused me to then experiment or realize that I need to like do something differently. Okay. Um, number 14, the best conversations are the ones after the podcast. This was more, this is more prevalent in in-person episodes. So an example is like, sometimes I would do episodes, record them live here in New York at somebody's office. Um, and then afterwards we'd like go out for you know a walk or coffee or et cetera. And that was really great because we'd get to like, we already had this incredible conversation and then we'd like build upon it later online and in zoom, not as much, but it still does happen. Um, so I think that's really cool where like, you're having this incredible conversation and then from which then you get to know each other a little bit more, uh, when it's like, you know, a little bit more private, um, and not on air. Um, number 15 improves your writing skills. Um, so through the podcast, I've had to really hone in on my email outreach skills and really kind of like tighten the language that I use there. Um, and then also, uh, how to market the shows uh, and the content from there, like, because I'm like constantly kind of presenting and pitching, um, it really, f uh, forces me to kind of sharpen my saw, uh, to like, to be useful to the person that I'm communicating with. So I think that that's really cool. Like, I just remember how much thought and care that I put into these email outreach emails, uh, because I don't want to get turned down. So, which does happen, don't get me wrong. But like the harder, the like more care, love, thought and insight and that you put into that, then the chances are better for you. Um, and the same thing with uh, content that you share about the episodes online. Okay, now we're gonna move on to the second half. So number 16, uh, develop a taste for high quality work. So because of, because you kind of create your own thing, because you like can see how pieces come together um, and you can see what works well, what doesn't, um, you start to develop a taste around this that then you can have this taste in other areas. Like if you see something high quality elsewhere, you're like, huh, there's probably a lot of thought and care that went into that behind the scenes. Um, and so that's really cool of like you start to, if you like think about what is high quality and uh, you want to make high quality stuff, then like the bar is high for you. And I think that's just a great way to, uh, approach things is like making high quality stuff. Hopefully like this episode for you. Number 17, uh, curate your own unique view on a topic. Uh, so podcasting usually is on a topic and over time from having these conversations, over time from thinking about this a bunch, 
you know, I've probably, you know, thought about a lot of different ways, like how people could, you know, what kind of lifestyle they could have. Um, and I've learned from other people and also kind of internalized it of like, huh, that makes, that's really interesting compared to my own. Um, so without that much like context, then I wouldn't be able to kind of like internalize it for my own. And when you have this information, then you're able to think about, well, how would I apply this for myself? Um, and then that like propels you forward. Um, number 18, uh, showcase your project management skills. Yeah. I think that people want to work with reliable and consistent people and through, you know, in this case for me, three years, new episodes every week. Um, to me that is, and again, I'm biased in this, but like, to me, that is more credible or can be, it's a very credible proof point to say, what did David do over the last three years? And it's like each week, you know, is able to talk to somebody, edit it, publish, and, you know, throughout the highs and lows that have happened over the last, you know, three plus years, um, has still been able to project manage, has still been able to like pull this all off. And so I think like this is a way to like, to show that in like a living and breathing way, um, compared to like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I worked on this at this company and like, yeah, you know, like this is our product. It's like, well, what did you actually really do there? Like how much of that is your own? In this case with the podcast, you can really show like, these are the results that I did and here's how I got there. Um, so that's really cool. Um, number 19, um, you learn how to solve problems professionally. So things, things come up, um, especially over the past 18 months. Um, and, you know, kind of working through that with people that really have like a loose connection with at all. Um, like, and this is not something that is like, you know, it's a podcast. It's not somebody's business. It's not somebody's, and it's not the, it's not the biggest priority for people. So, um, you know, to, when things pop up, like to be able to navigate that, um, and I think like learning and seeing that and doing that, like, uh, is a valuable skill that you can utilize in other areas. Like, how did I get through this jam? Like, you know, um, you know, scheduling, somebody cancels, you know, how do you, you know, communicate effectively to say, Oh, that's totally okay. You know, um, let's figure out another time. Like these, these all kind of like soft skills, but mixed with like real skills and, um, and real stuff that's happening on a day-to-day basis. I think that these are, um, kind of skills that I've developed that, um, you can utilize in other areas as well. Number 20, um, see the world through abundance, not scarcity. Um, this, this complements a prior, um, one, but basically, you know, creating something because it can, um, and in service of, uh, for other people, um, you know, there is no, you know, business model behind this and, there is no, you know, ask from listeners uh, like yourself besides your time and attention, which is, you know, super, super important um, and is super precious. But I'm not saying, hey, you can only listen to this if you pay X money and, you know, I am creating this and, and sharing this because I think this stuff matters. I think this is useful. Um, and I think when you look through the world like that, uh, it's kind of opens up ideas as well of like, how else could I be generous? How else could I be in service of other people? 
Um, and so through podcasting, you have that kind of lens that then you can, that like starts to shape your thinking for elsewhere. And so you can apply this to your, to your projects as well. Number 21, um, creates project optionality, uh, creates project optionality. So in this case, like there's a lot of different ways that, um, and as I mentioned, the last four jobs and projects that I've worked on have become through, have come from the, the podcast. Um, and so there's a lot of different optionality that can happen. Um, and I'll, the next one talks about it too, but like, because of the things that you're talking about, because of the things that you're learning, because of the people that you're interacting with, there's just like a lot of different things that are happening for my kind of show, right? Like talking to authors, you're talking to course creators, you're talking to freelancers, you're talking to solopreneurs, some cases, um, entrepreneurs that have, you know, medium sized businesses. Um, so there's just a lot of different kind of threads that you can pick from, um, or options that you can choose from over time, um, should they be presented, but there's, it is just kind of like this melting pot of different things. And that's really cool. Uh, number 22, this goes back to number 21 a little bit, but a specific skill that you could teach. Um, so I could teach podcasting. Uh, I was a coach for podcasters, um, in the podcasting workshop, uh, thankfully for three sessions. And then I did, uh, co-create, uh, another workshop for advanced podcasters. Um, and so, you know, that's a skill that is in, uh, that's valuable to other people. And so again, like the show itself doesn't make money, but there's these ancillary kind of skills that you could use that can help you, accelerate your career because you're able to do different things. Another aspect is also around teaching. Like April Rennie said this on the show that like teaching is, is a good way to also transition to a new field, a new project, a new job. Um, because you're not your, your ability to transition is, is easy because you are, you know, sharing you're not saying i need to learn this and then i'll be able to help out and then i'll be able to add value it's like no i can help out right now by sharing and teaching and so that's cool and useful uh number 23 you have front row seat to like social media and digital media trends and this you don't have to do this but i found that i've started to over time have like looked into different apps and tools and ways to share the content from, um, the show. Um, you know, I probably spend more time on that than I probably should or could, but it's been interesting, right? Like I've then figured out how to, um, you know, on a basic level or, you know, create video clips. Um, and then you start to think about, okay, well, which platform says the video clips go well in? Oh wait, now there's video clip only, um, platforms like TikTok, like how could I potentially utilize the show there? Um, and so it kind of serves as this foundation to like, think about emerging trends and emerging platforms and think about how could I potentially play into this as opposed to like starting from scratch without having anything. So yeah, that's great. Number 24, um, you have the option or the ability to record multiple episodes with a guest. If you have an interview based show, I didn't really know or think about this as much in the beginning. 
Um, but I've been really grateful for uh, the multiple episode shows that I've had. Um, it's probably been about five, six, seven or so. Um, one thing that's cool is just like the function of the portfolio careers, like the people that I've been talking to are evolving. They're changing just like I am. And, you know, new projects, new jobs, new books, new courses, etc. Um, create opportunities that uh, learning moments to talk about, to share for you. And, you know, so by talking to um, somebody else that I'm really inspired by multiple times, that helps us develop the rapport um, for, you know, future, you know, possibilities, collaboration opportunities, who knows? I think that's really cool. And it's not something that I thought about um, that would be possible uh, with the show. Um, yeah. So I think just like the more time, again, you spend having like really great conversations with people, um, there's benefits to that. Like you just, um, don't know, uh, because now somebody knows you more, you know, them more, they trust you more, et cetera. Like that's just, there's good potential there compared to like, you know, casual loose friends. So that's cool. Um, so number 25, uh, showcase your internal drive through your actions. Again, this goes back to a little bit of the project management, um, aspect of it, but like, you know, it does take a certain amount of, um, hustle. It takes a certain amount of resilience to keep a show going. And the longer that you keep the show going, then, you know, generally, generally or relatively, um, can showcase your, um, drive, your ambition. Um, you know, you're the kind of person that, you know, sticks with something for a year, two years, etc. Uh, I think that that, hopefully, um, is a uh, validator or a signal to the people that want to work or collaborate with those kind of people. Uh, Number 26, asking questions. So um, through podcasting, you're naturally, if it's an interview-based show, uh, you're developing your question-asking skills, uh, which are really valuable skills that I did not think about as much that I've really seen the power of a question or two uh, can really shift the conversations. And, uh, and th- this, th- these skills then are applicable to, you know, everywhere else, like your day, your day to day life. Um, so by like practicing and improving and thinking about them, um, you know, you can have better conversations at home in the office or, you know, the zoom room, et cetera. And these are skills that, I mean, you're asking questions on a daily basis. So, uh, what better way to then practice your question asking ability? Similarly, number 27, listening skills. So through, through podcasting, after you ask questions, you have to listen. And similarly, you know, you're listening all the time and, Hopefully you're active listening compared to passively or just kind of loosely listening. And these are really important skills. And again, similarly to asking questions are not skills that are really taught in many other places. So you can see like how your ability to listen can affect the conversation. Um, so the, the more, the, as you get better in listening, you can get better in listening, you know, to in the office, the Zoom room, et cetera, um, that can be very useful for you down the road and right now. Uh, number 28, 
Um, this is something that took a, lot, a little bit of time, um, but I'm really glad that I've done it. I've created different events around the show that, um, so, you know, I hosted a workshop earlier this year on building community around your show. Um, I hosted the empathy email workshop in person and online. Um, and I've created different events with different parts of the show, sometimes with prior podcast guests. Um, and these are just kind of different touch points or different, you know, things in your portfolio, um, that again, you don't know what they'll turn into. Um, but it's just, you know, being in service of other people, helping other people. So yeah, I think like, you know, when you're creating events, that's a different skill and, and you're, you get to kind of curate the experience. You get to share what's on your mind. You get to, um, yeah, it's, it's similar to podcasting, but it's, it's just, it's a different conversation. It's a different format. Um, and I think like anytime you organize an event, um, there's, you know, better chance or, um, for something great to happen as well. Um, um, number 29, um, you know, because you are, um, I think podcasting has forced me to, um, upgrade my equipment, um, get this wonderful mic that we're listening to hearing from now, you know, kind of learn some ins and outs of zoom, et cetera. Like those skills and this high quality equipment, like, you know, that kind of level of professionalism, I think has, you know, set me up and, or at least made me feel presentable, um, in other conversations and other meetings and other places. It's, um, so again, uh, especially more and more in this virtual world that we're living in. Um, so if you're, you know, proficient in utilizing these platforms that are also then utilized in other areas, like that, that's a valuable skill. Um, and then number 30, last but not least, it's a place to tell your personal story. And, uh, you know, the show has largely been an interview based show. Uh, but there's been some cool ways where I've been able to tell more of my story like this one, you know, when Keen Gardner interviewed me in 2020, when I talked to my sister in early 2021, uh, Dana episode 150, um, or when Carly Valancey interviewed me after, three years of podcasting and a new job. Um, you know, those are cool ways to kind of weave in your personal story and just like this episode. So that's a, you know, hopefully this episode or those other episodes, you know, I can share the links to that um, whenever the time is right uh, to talk about, you know, things that I've created and things that I've done. Um, and hopefully uh, you all have gotten to, to know me or get to know me a little bit more um, from these style of episodes, in addition to the other episodes where, uh, I'm hopeful to, uh, interject my point of view, interject my experiences, interject, uh, my thoughts into the conversations when I'm interviewing other people. So those are the 30, um, <laughs> maybe all, all 30 of them are useful to you. Maybe none of them, maybe one of them, but I'm pretty sure hopefully one of them is, um, if not more. And, you know, the goal of this was just to, to share what I have seen, um, to hopefully to that kind of podcaster that I was when I was getting started, but also like how this could apply to how this could apply to you and, you know, your creative projects, you know, maybe you're not three years into something, maybe you're six months into it, 
or or maybe your six years, but like these different ideas and these different points that I've shared uh, hopefully are helpful for, to how you see things um, that you can internalize into what you're going through. Yeah, so would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I'm just one email away. Uh, would love to connect with you on various just different platforms. Um, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM. I would love to hear what you took away from this, you know, and feel free to email me, david.nabinsky at gmail.com. And hopefully you can subscribe to the newsletter that is helping people get jobs, etc. But yeah, um, it's got some really exciting episodes coming up. Um, but wanted to take this opportunity to share um, some real lessons from over three years and over 180 ep- episodes. So yeah, thanks for being part of this journey and looking forward to hearing more from you and excited for us to build and grow our portfolio careers together. Thank you so much.